0: What's up, family? Welcome to Speak. Glad to have you. It's your first time here. Stay for a while. I'm Emmanuel Lacho. That is NFL insider Dave Hellman. That right there is Joy Taylor. And this is Eagles all-time Russian leader LaShawn McCoy. More than 15,000 total yards in his NFL career. He goes crazy. Anyway, who didn't go crazy? Yesterday, Aaron Rodgers. I'm so disappointed. I've never been more disappointed with Aaron Rodgers in my life than I am today. Y'all realize Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be the best player on the football field whenever he's on the football field. But under no circumstance can he be the worst. And yesterday, we saw Rodgers be the worst. Ten minutes left in the game. Aaron Rodgers, I need you to make a play. I need you to make a throw. And what you're going to do is throw Sammy Watkins. Behind him? In front of him? Out of reach? Aaron Rodgers, what are you doing? Then five minutes left. Alan Lazard is 6'5", and you throw it out of reach of him? Rodgers, your O-line did their thing. You only got sacked once, and not until the very end of the game. Your D-line did their thing. Derrick Henry, 28 carries, only 3.1 yards per rush, but you, Rodgers, you couldn't do your thing? Ryan Tannehill outplayed you? Where'd they do that at, Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. I can't figure it out. I am thoroughly upset, disappointed with Aaron Rodgers. He cost him not only the game, LaShawn McCoy, but he cost him the season, and he cost him my first-place lead over you in the rankings.
1: That's what you really that, mad that's about. That's what this is that's all n- about. That's, we got about to the right. bottom. He
0: was so yeah. mad yeah. yesterday watching
2: the game with yeah, me. Yeah, I'm sure. You mad at your boy? I, a little bit. I'm
1: telling you, these, these picks are dividing us. That's true.
2: <laughs> Did Rodgers cost the Packers a season? I think so. No, no. Obviously, he had some help. Because they, they play bad as a team, but I've never seen Aaron Rodgers look like this. I mean, I gotta be honest. That's I'm getting this is my job. I gotta be honest. When they traded, or I'm sorry, when they didn't sign Devontae Adams, right? I said, you know what? They, they probably won't be as good, you know, first seed and all that. But they will be decent. They'll be a, they'll be a solid team. Mm-hmm. They got Aaron Rodgers. How can they not be? Man, the more I watch this team, they first of all they lose games, right? And they're getting like dominated. You watch that game. Aaron Rodgers didn't play well at all. At all, he missed a lot of passes, easy passes. And then the, the, the thing with a- A-Rod is he's, he knows where to go with the ball. That's, that's always been his thing. I watched him in the pocket just sitting back there. Nobody touching him. That sack he had, that's like a 12, 13-yard sack for no reason. Listen, man, I hate to say it. I told y'all yesterday. I hate to say it, I'm always right, but I'm kind of always right. <laughs> if you stop the running game, they're done. Do you know why? Because their quarterback is not playing like the Aaron Rodgers that we know. So, yes, I think A-Rod cost him the season and obviously cost him the game. God, dog. Dave
3: Hellman, where do you stand at Aaron Rodgers cost the Packers the season? Let this Green Bay Packers season serve as the death knell for the idea that a great quarterback can elevate everything around him. Because I refuse to believe that Aaron Rodgers coming off of two MVP seasons suddenly became terrible. He looks pretty bad. He's looked bad all season long. And, and – Aaron Rodgers deserves blame, I guess, to answer your question more directly. He deserves blame. Did he cost them the season? I don't think it's solely on him. And the reason I say this is look at, look at the cast the Packers have put around him. Shady just talked about not re-signing Devontae Adams. When you lose an NFL, like, offensive player of the year caliber receiver in Devonte, which we all think he is and definitely was when he was in Green Bay, the Packers literally said, ah, you're Aaron Rodgers. You'll make do. Guess what? Not even Aaron Rodgers can make do. He's throwing to Randall. C- Randall Cobb was their best receiver last night. And I love Randall Cobb, but it's not 2013 anymore. Sammy Watkins, the ghost of Sammy Watkins, really. Two targets, no catches on the night. Alan Lazard, who, okay. What? That ball was catchable. There was no that, way ball went. that ball was catchable. It's hard. You run it to the right. He throws it left. How left. How about the one where he's rolling out to his right, and puts it behind the That one was catchable. his hands. That one was catchable. But this is the supporting cast that you're working with. Meanwhile, I say this all the time. Kansas City makes me look so smart. Because they have Patrick Mahomes. They even lose Tyreek Hill. And what do they do? They go spend money on receivers. They trade for Kadarius Toney. Mm -hmm. They're never satisfied. They don't ever say, well, we have Patrick Mahomes. He can make do with less. They say, we have a great quarterback. Let's make sure he's got great people to throw to. What we are seeing here is not even Aaron Rodgers can elevate the cast that's around him. Has he played well? I like this. Has he played well? I no. Like I don't like it either. I don't like what I'm hearing. It, am I am I, I letting him off it. the hook too much? Is yeah. that Yes, yes you are. It smells Yeah, Yeah. Hey, you know what? L- L- last, <laughs>
2: last year, last year right? They played Arizona, right? Had everybody hurt. Now, my rule was you never bet against the big time quarterbacks. Like, you know, Rodgers, Brady. They played the Cardinals. Three the, the top three receivers were out. Do you remember this game? Yeah. Everybody's out. I'm like, there's no way he's going to win this game. It's Aaron Rodgers, but there's no way he's going to win it. He beat them boys. Mm-hmm. So he elevated them. With the, from the one to the three, no wide was playing, and you still won.
0: What's the difference now? The difference now is that he's not playing well. We're going to get back to that, Joy Taylor, real quick. Where do you stand? Did Rodgers cost Packers a season?
1: The word you're looking for, Shady, is frontrunner. Oh, uh, yes, he I, did. I, I don't backer. actually think Aaron Rodgers played that bad compared to That's, how he's been playing. He for the, didn't for play the a bad game last season. night. I mean, he wasn't good. He but wasn't like, great compared to what he's been doing this season. It wasn't that bad. I think from a macro sense, he did cost them the season in this game and overall. This <coughs> is on Rodgers. You don't get to walk around like king of the city and take all the praise for everything that happens, win back-to-back MVPs, and then when things go wrong, you just spread the blame around everybody Mm. else. Yes, you need weapons. Not news to anyone except for the Green Bay Packers, which is why I don't feel bad for Aaron Rodgers because he chose to stay here. Again, the Green Bay Packers are very transparent. This is who we are. Take us, love us as we are, but we're not changing, honey. So if you want to stay here, you're going to deal with this. All offseason, all we heard was Devontae Adams is replaceable. We're going to make it work with what we have. We trust our young guys. You can't replace a top-of-the-line 18-wheeler beautiful rig with 15 Priuses. (laughs) Now, I love a Prius. Affordable, gets you from A to B, (laughs) saves you money on gas. But if you need to haul something across the country, they're useless. You can't. That's what they need. They need a powerhouse number one receiver to make this engine of Aaron Rodgers' work. That's why Matt LaFleur was brought here, not to elevate the running game. Yeah. Yes, it's, they have an amazing running game. But it doesn't matter if you can't throw the ball. And you can't throw the ball these guys because Aaron Rodgers wasn't here in the offseason to develop a relationship with that. them. So, where that do I true. put the blame? At the end of the day, the Packers are who they are. Do I like how they do business? Not particularly. But they're always competitive, and they like to be conservative. Aaron Rodgers knows that. He's been there for 17, 16, 17 years. It's not a reveal. We know what Matt LaFleur is capable of, elevating Aaron Rodgers, when he has the weapons to do it with. Here
0: is my issue, and Dave, I'm coming directly at you. That's fine. I hope you got your armor on. That's cool. Um, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes this year is elevating receivers. Like After he lost Tyree Kill, he asked Travis Kelsey. Chet, outside of Travis Kelsey, that Chiefs receiving core is nothing yeah. to write home about. Who's their third lead – excuse me, their second leading receiver? A Rodgers-Packers castaway, Marquez Valdez-Gantley. Castaway
3: is not fair. He was was given a lot of money.
0: Castaway in the sense that he had 600 yards, 400 yards, 400 yards. That's not like Aaron Rodgers was really going to miss him all that much. Who else did he have? They sat for a little bit. so He has Juju Smith. Juju Smith-Schuster had 500 yards, 800 yards, 100 yards before showing up in Kansas City. Kadarius Toney, first-round pick. Congratulations. He had 400 yards last season. So if Patrick Mahomes can elevate all these dudes, my hope and expectation is Aaron Rodgers. You, too, can elevate these dudes. Alan Lazard, for what it's worth, he was a better receiver than Malquez uh, MBS to the Packers. Christian Watson, for what it's worth, he leads all rookie receivers in touchdown grabs, including Garrett Wilson, including Chris Olave. Five touchdown grabs in the last two games. So even we know Christian Watson is turned up right now. Randall Cobb came back. The O-line was solid. The running game was solid. I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers, and I'm thinking this, Shady. It's going to hurt you when I say this. It's going to hurt you, I promise you. Aaron Rodgers currently makes $133,000 per pass. Oof. Not per completion. Per pass? Not per incompletion. <laughs> per pass. <sighs> Every pass Aaron Rodgers has made this season is worth $133,000. Catch or no catch? No catch, don't matter. <laughs> so that high ball to Lazard, $133,000. That pass out of reach for Sammy Watkins, $133,000. I am paying you $133,000. You better throw the prettiest ball I've ever seen in my life. I want no looks. I want jump past this. I want behind the backs. If it's $133,000, Dave Hellman, that's is what I need to see. Joy hit the nail on the head. He wasn't there during camp. But what I can't let you off the hook for is acting as though Aaron Rodgers was given a whole bunch of nothingness. He has one of the best running back hands in the league, and he has the wide receiving core that Patrick Mahomes has. Not tight end core, the wide receiving core that Patrick Mahomes has.
3: You're really great at laying out things that sound great devoid of context. But Give me context. Kadarius Tony was a top 20 pick. He is an electrifying athlete. I have seen him play with my own two eyeballs. He is one of the best players with the ball in his hand in the but NFL right now. Issue. Juju my, Smith-Schuster Real quick. What, what, you said he had 800 yards? 800 what yards was that? years ago. He did that when he had a good receiver core around him in Pittsburgh well, when he wasn't being this. leaned on by the man. Let me ask you man. this because
0: you'll respect this. Kadarius Tony. he did nothing in New York. He did nothing in New York. He went to Kansas City. He had 100 yards last week if I'm not mistaken, as long as I'm not tripping. He, he had like 100 yards he last week. He did
3: nothing in New York because he either couldn't stay healthy or didn't want to play for the Giants. So he ball- made fun of the fact that he had a hamstring injury on his touchdown But if he instantly
0: goes to the Chiefs Chiefs and gets better. It is because the quarterback there elevated him. Kadarius Toney, he he had 400 yards in a season, big dog. And he
3: went to the Chiefs and instantly gave you a buck. Come on, man. He's barely been on the field for the New York Giants. That's my whole point. They couldn't even get him on the field this season. He goes to Kansas City and has 100 yards. 57, 57. I stand corrected. It's not to say... That Patrick Mahomes doesn't elevate these guys, but like go down the list again. MVS is a thirty million dollar receiver, I believe. Mm-hmm. Juju was the second round pick who has proven he can be productive when he is not the go to option. Travis Kelsey's going to the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Now look at what Aaron Rodgers has, and that, like I, I I hate where this is going because I'm not trying to completely let him off the hook. And I think Shady, the point about the Cardinals game last year is a really good one, and I wonder Thank you. if the <laughs> I wonder if the Packers and Aaron Rodgers himself fell for this mythology that because I was capable of winning us some games in isolated incidents without a lot of help, that means I can do it 17 times. And the reality speaks for itself. He can't do it. I just don't know how many quarterbacks can. Joy,
0: if Rodgers was playing his MVP caliber level, don't you think the season would go differently? Like, assume Rodgers was playing like we're used to him playing, because I don't know that he can't do it. It It would
1: be going differently because Devontae Adams would be here.
0: So no, you say saying he's not there. I'm saying, assume Devontae's not there. Playing, say Rodgers is playing yeah. as good as he usually well, plays. I, like not I, missing I, I have those to throws. imagine
1: that. That was a long time ago.
0: <laughs> say, okay, say Rodgers is playing well, right? Like, he missed them throws yesterday. That's bad for Rodgers. He threw a pick to Aiden Hutchinson. He didn't look great. goal line. Like, if Rodgers was playing like he showed the Packers he's capable of playing, don't you think this season would be two to three wins different?
1: Yeah, of course. This is This is – this is on Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying it's on Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> I agree with Dave that it was nonsense they didn't try to replace Devontae Adams. I think that's silly. But at the end of the day, if you were going to go into the season with what the Packers provided you with, you needed to be there in the offseason to develop relationships with young
3: mm-hmm, receivers
1: true. or yeah. with receivers that you haven't really worked with before, exactly. which he didn't do, and then turned around and blamed them for his lack of relationship with them, which is weird. But, yes, if he was playing better, then this whole season would be different. They go as he goes. It's like we talked about before the game yesterday. The running game that we saw in the Cowboys game was nice. It was exciting. But that's not how the Packers win. That was a fluke. That was an outlier. Yes, they have a good run game, but they don't win games by running the ball. Mm -hmm. They win because Aaron Rodgers slings it around. They complement it with the running game. That's not how. That's not how they win. That's not how you won those MVPs.
0: At all, Shady. I got a question for you before we get out of here. You are the skill player that had 15,000 yards in your career. Talking Chiefs, talking Packers, because Rodgers and Mahomes clearly have a lot of similarities. If you want to look at the skill positions, right? You have Justin Watson. You have Juju Smith. You have MVS. You have uh, uh, Pache- uh, the running back. I don't even know how to say the name. Pacheco. Pacheco. You have edwards alaire yeah. Um, I'm disregarding Kelsey okay. now, and I'm just talking receivers and running backs. Okay, okay. Now you get to the Packers, and you have Dobbs, you have Cobb, you have Watson, you have Lazard, you have Aaron Jones, you have A.J. Dillon. Dillon. Okay. If you were to draft, right, if you were to take the most valuable receivers, running backs, Packers receivers, running backs, Chiefs, they're all in a draft that LaShawn McCoy can pick up from. Do you think it would be a glaring difference, or would it be like, you know what, I'm probably going to take Aaron Jones first, then I might take Juju second, then I might take Lazard. Then I might take Dylan. Then I'm like, where do you rank yeah. the skill positions? Because I'm just trying to understand from a person who had a lot of yards as a skilled player, is there a glaring difference in your mind? I don't think it's a super big difference. I, I do think
2: that if, like, if you go going as players, like I would go take Aaron Jones first. On all the skill positions, I'm going Aaron Jones first. And I probably take Juju second. So I just think it's, it's, it's very close from the players. But if, if you switch to quarterbacks, right, if you put A-Rod with the Chiefs, you put Mahomes with the Packers. I think he'd get busy with that, with that, with them. That I, think, I
1: think they would have more wins than they could. I think could. they would have more yeah. wins too. So, but, but, I think that has, but I think Hold that on. also has to do with Mahomes' personality. So wait, I'm
2: just talking about playing. No, this was just playing. We're just talking about If he's a quarterback under center, he's going to do better, right, with, the, with them guys. So that lets you know that it's more of Aaron Rodgers than the, a the skill position.
1: But the reason I say personality is because I think that part of the reason why they're struggling is because Aaron clearly did ha- not have a relationship with them. Like, this is a dependent position both ways. He's got to know where you're going. you got to know where to be. you got to know how he's going to put it there, what it feels like to catch the ball and that, at that speed. No, that stuff like, doesn't
0: matter. That, that matters. That, all
1: that matters, and that didn't happen here.
0: Uh, Rodgers, whether on the field or off the field, it appears to some degree you've cost your Packers a lot. Well, coming up, Cowboys, Vikings, a lot is at stake. You're talking about a potential playoff matchup preview. But what is at stake for America's team and what will likely be the game of the weekend? You are going to want to watch this segment coming up. How about the Vikings? Is that how they say it? Cowboys, you're on the road Sunday facing the Vikings. This is going to be an incredible matchup. Now the Cowboys are coming off for a rough loss to the Packers. It looks even worse after the Packers' performance last night. Dallas, six and three. Dak Prescott, remember two interceptions in that bad loss, and now he's up against the eight and one Minnesota Vikings. Many are calling this a playoff game. You cannot overestimate how meaningful this game is going to be. So Dave Helman, you are the Cowboys expert with all the knowledge. Talk to me. What's the stake for the Cowboys?
3: I think how seriously we take this team is at stake. Like, their status as a contender, for me, when you make the short list in each conference of teams that we should be talking about as Super Bowl-worthy, I think the Cowboys' placement on that list is at stake here. Like, if they lose this game, it continues a really troubling trend dating back to around this time last year. If I can take you back a year... Cowboys came out of the gates hot as hell. Yep. They started 6-1, and, and Dak looked like an MVP candidate. That is not an exaggeration. I it's got a, it right here. an MVP? Yeah. Right. It hey, is accurate. first seven weeks of the season, against teams that made the playoffs, he converted 75% of his passes. Dak did? Averaged 360 <laughs> yards per game, threw nine touchdowns to two picks. Put it on your birds, like in a bad, 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 <laughs> he bad did, way. He did in a bad way. But after that, he, he hurt his calf. He missed some time. Ironically, missed the game against the Vikings, and it didn't look the same. The full body of work, if you don't include the season finale against Philly, where they also put it on the birds, for whatever that's worth, he's 2-4. and four. The Cowboys, Dak, however you want to phrase it, they're 2-4 and four in these types of games against teams that made the playoffs. Obviously, we don't know who makes the playoffs this year, but they've already lost to the Bucks with him playing one of the lo- worst games of his career. And then they turned around and they lost to a Green Bay team that doesn't even look like a playoff team. Ah. So, if I'm going to sit here and give them the benefit of the doubt and say the Cowboys are going to be there in the postseason and they're a team that we should take seriously, this is a team that's going to win their division. We're even more confident of that now after Green Bay lost that game. I need to see a little bit more because it hasn't been there. They walked it off in overtime against the New England team that made the playoffs. That was the last time that they really looked like a juggernaut. Mm. Joy, what's the state?
1: I think it's stability within the organization. If they lose this game, not only is everything that he is saying become true, but then Dak is two and three. Since he's been back, and that little the Cooper.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Where's he at? <laughs> a little yeah. Whether
1: it's reasonable or not, you, you got to win or you lose. And in this situation, if he loses to the Vikings, who, as you said, are a real team, they're going to win their division, it's going to start to feel bleak very quickly. Yeah. Jerry's going to start putting some comments out there. And as you know, <laughs> that building in Dallas is going to get real chaotic really, that. really quickly. And then it's really hard to get it back on the rails. So there's a, there's a lot at stake. But to me, the, the Cowboys have been, for the most part, pretty quiet, just winning games, had a, had a bad loss, but still able to put up points. It's not like it was a blowout. If they lose this game to the Vikings, things are going to start to get hectic in Dallas.
2: Wait, was that stat true about Dak? MVP? Yeah, that MVP? That was, was good last year. year. No, he
1: was playing really Really? Yeah.
2: For the first seven weeks. Now, That's we right. can talk about the last nine or ten. I know, but, you know, Rocky Balboa, right, when he was fighting Apollo Creed. <laughs> Apollo Creed always starts fast, right? And he's like, hey, Adrian, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Now, listen, what's at stake, I think, for this game for the Cowboys? It's Keeping up with the, with the division. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, so my Eagles, <laughs> we're 8-1. I don't know if you guys knew that. But anyway, 8-1, you got the Giants a 7-2. Yep. Cowboys are six and three. Now they can easily be six and four. Washington goes out there and gets a W. They're six and five. So they can they can kind of lose this division and go and way down, go from two to almost last. So I don't know. I mean, they gotta. We need that Dak. You talked about the MVP Dak. They do. They, do. they
0: don't have him. I think got call Cooper Rush. Man, I think there's a lot of optimism at Cooper. stake. A lot, a lot of optimism at stake. Dave, think about this, and I challenge everybody at home to remember. About week five, the Cowboys were in the midst of a four or five game win streak. Week five, week six. Outside of the NFC East, it was bleak for the NFC. Rodgers and the Packers, terrible. Bucs were struggling, Seahawks hadn't figured it out yet, the Niners didn't know who their quarterback was, everything was chaotic there, the Rams were still bad, the Cardinals were still bad, you flip to the other side, the Falcons struggling, Jameis Winston had just gone down, they were stuck with Andy Dalton, the Carolina Panthers, have Sam Darnold, he's gone, have Baker Mayfield, he just got hurt, just fired their coach. Five weeks into the season, it was the Eagles, it was the Cowboys, it was the Giants standing by themselves and the Vikings were starting to rise, but the Vikings had taken a loss to the Eagles, it was bad, so everybody was was like you know the Vikings aren't even that good but now you fast forward about 11 weeks into the season and you look around Bucks riding a win streak Seahawks look good you keep looking around the 49ers have won two in a row you keep looking around the commanders just beat the Eagles you Vikings. look around the Vikings have won seven straight yeah. you look around the Eagles are eight and one you look around the Cowboys have now lost a couple games if you take snapshots of the early part of the season look great for Dallas now, 11 weeks into the season, it can look really, really, really bad for Dallas if Dak does not get this under control quickly. Which,
3: this is going to be a hot take. I don't even necessarily – I, okay. I don't need him to win the game. I need him to look good. I need Dak specifically to look good. That will go a long way. Look, I'm not making this stuff up. Okay. Beginning of last season, they go to Tampa Bay. They lose that game. But Dak throws for 400 yards, three touchdowns. They get – he leads them downfield to kick a field goal – Tom Brady leads them back. It's a classic game. They go up to New England. They score 35 points. Dak throws 300, or three touchdowns and 445 yards. They walk off in overtime. They score 35 points. After the injury, nine points on the road at KC, no touchdowns, two picks. Losing to Arizona, scoring 22 points. Dak throws for 226. Tampa Bay this year, Shady, your favorite stat line, 134 yards with no touchdowns and a pick. And he he played better than that he played better than that against Green Bay but it still wasn't what we've seen from him at the peak of his potential. I need them to look like that. If they lose this game, they're 6 and 4. It's not great, but it's how you play. Now, it would be preferable if they could win, they keep pace with everybody else in the NFC East, but This team just hasn't looked the same to me since about the midway point of last season. I would love to see that. What's
0: more important, because you just brought up a phenomenal point, what is more important, a good loss or a bad win? Like Dak Prescott playing well and the Cowboys losing? A
1: a bad win. They're not in the the Eagles' conversation for, like, being able to lose games. Not that they're not going to lose another game this season, but this is a game they really need to win. I don't know if I agree with you. If he puts up 400 yards and they still lose, we're gonna be panicked about the Cowboys. Like, what else could they possibly do to keep up with good teams in the league? If they can, if Jack Prescott can throw for 400 yards and the Vikings still beat them, that was against Tampa Bay. That is a little bit different. Tampa Bay's got Tom Brady. Like, sure. he's, he, they've got. Hall of Famers. That's a good point. On that, on That's that a good squad. point. Like, there's some great players in the Vikings, but the Vikings are still very much unproven in a lot of ways. So I, I don't know that I can go with you there. I think they need to get this win, whether it's messy or pretty, but there's no pretty losses for the Dallas Cowboys to me at this point.
0: Well, speaking of getting a win, the Eagles desperately need to get one as well. They got the Colts this coming week. They had an ugly loss with the whole world watching this past Monday night. But now the question is, is it Super Bowl or bust for the Philadelphia Eagles? 8-1, and one, and Howie Roseman, general manager, made two big-time moves this week. Let's talk about it next Let's see. Well, let's head back to American football and let's head to Philly. The Eagles, not undefeated anymore, but they are not resting. Recently added two defensive tackles, Ndamukong Sue and Linville Joseph, to their roster. Now, cornerback Darius Slay talked about general manager Howie Roseman moves and said, it means they're going for the Super Bowl, adding, quote, Howie wants to see confetti again. Well, Howie isn't the old, only one. Sadie, I know you're trying to see confetti again, too, huh? In tears. <laughs> <laughs> um, is
2: it Super Bowl or bust for the Eagles? Yes, it is. Super Bowl. That's it. That's all we want. We're going straight for the championship. And you could tell by the, how the GM, look, look at the, the, the cards he's playing. We need, we need secondary, goes out against Bradbury, right? We need guys, uh, interior linemen to stop the run. Jordan Davis, he wasn't hurt. What did they do? They ran the ball well against us. When he was in there, they were shutting the run down. So what do we do? We bring in Dominic Sue in there. Yep. I played with Sue. Boy, I'm so happy he's there. I said, Sue, I'm sending you a, um, like a welcome package for Shady McCoy <laughs> of Philadelphia Eagles. So I'm happy he's there. But um, you look at even the quarterback. Can Jalen Hurts, can he be the, the starting quarterback? Can he be this guy that Philadelphia needs? Yes. Can he? Well, let's go all the way in there for him. Let's put all our chips on the table for Jalen Hurts. We get A.J. Brown. We go out there and get a, a Heisman uh, trophy winner and uh, Devontae Smith. Yep. So, if you ask me, is the Super Bowl a bust? Yes, because Howie is doing everything possible to get
0: this team ready they need to be. So, there's no excuses. I agree with you. I agree with you on every level. It, it, to me, it's Super Bowl a bust for singing. Ringing things.
2: Rings. We want them rings and things. Sorry about that. I was just filling it. Ooh, Super Bowl, <laughs> Eagles, confetti, crying, Broad Street thing. Cry? Oh my God. Yeah, you you cry? Can I be honest? Be honest. When they won a championship and I wasn't there, I shed a tear. <laughs> was it tears of joy or t- tears of, of like frustration? Oh no, 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 joy! I text all my boys in the group long text: Cox, Nick Foles, uh, Darian Sproles, yep. all my boys. Why didn't you go to the game? Because I was there. And I, well, you know it. what? I, I went to the uh, the Vikings game, playoff game. I went there. Yep. I came through all. But ju- why didn't you go to all? Ju- why didn't you go to the Why <laughs> Um, uh, I, I would have the parents. I had to get my own money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on now.
0: My dog, um, I think a Super Bowl are bust for several reasons. The first is this: Howie Roseman has made in-season acquisitions to go mm-hmm. all in. And Dominican Sue, five Pro Bowls, 191 starts. Linville Joseph, two Pro Bowls, 162 starts. Robert Quinn, three Pro Bowls, 142 Quinn. starts, yeah. including 18 and a half sacks a year. Last year, that's just in-season. Offseason, season Bradbury, a Pro Bowl, 91 starts. A.J. Brown, he gave him $100-plus million and traded a first-round pick. Hassan Reddick, 47 starts. Howie Roseman's made off-season acquisitions and in-season acquisitions to say, I got to get the Super Bowl. That's but right. here's what's even more important. Assuming the Eagles are going to get the first-round buy, which <laughs> they should, if they don't go to the Super Bowl, that means they won one playoff game and they lost one playoff game, which means Howie Roseman will look up after three years and Jalen Hurts' playoff record will be one And two, y'all do the math. Quarterbacks that have losing records, you got to ask a little bit longer to get your money, Kirk Cousins. You got to ask a little bit longer to get your money, Dak Prescott. You got to ask a little bit longer or remove names from social media to get your money, Kyler Murray. And even Mm. then, your money might come with regrets. So it's Super Bowl or bust, not just for Howie Roseman. To me, it's Super Bowl or bust for Jalen Hurts and the rest of those Eagles players. Joy, where do you stand? Super Bowl, bust for the Eagles. I, mean, I don't tape, think
1: right? Kyler cares if they regret giving him that money. <laughs> I would not. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the ink is dry. <laughs> I think it is Super Bowl or bust for the Eagles, but I'm sort of changing the question <laughs> we're not supposed to do. It should be Super Bowl or bust. It's obvious they feel that way. It's obviously Howie feels that way. The team is playing that way. They're talking that way. They are, they've come together in that way. It feels like this is a very serious team. Yeah. I know people have some doubts about them, but to me they have championship makeup. They have leadership. They persevere through things. They're, they're not panicky. They're not loud. There's no drama. It's just football. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be a lot. And They can make it pretty if they want to. They win in different ways. So to me, they have everything that a championship team should have. But personally, if they don't win a championship, I'm not really gonna crush them. Like if they make it to the NFC Championship game with Jalen Hurts, I'm gonna be mad about how the season went for them. I think it'll depend on who beats them. But say the Niners get on a roll, the great, the super talented Niners who've been there a bunch of times, with the Bucks pulled together, he loses to Tom Brady in the NFC Championship game. That's how you're gonna feel.
3: How does he look doing it? That's my question. I don't so know. Interested. I just. That's such a good question. I, it's, it's, like, it's, right, right. it's fair.
1: It's fair. But if you make it to the NFC Championship game, to me, I'm balancing my expectations for the Eagles and what I think they're capable of. I think they're capable of winning a Super Bowl. It looks like they're going to get to the Super Bowl. That should be their expectations to get to the Super Bowl. But it's also still a third-year quarterback.
0: I'm so interested, Dave, in what you have to say. I'm gonna set you up though. Okay. I'm gonna set you up. Don't okay. go just yet. Don't go. I gotta tease the viewers. Um, if Jalen Hurts doesn't make it to the Super Bowl, that is to imply Kirk Cousins beat him, Jimmy Garoppolo beat him, Geno Smith beat him, Dak Prescott beat him? Like that's to imply. Oh, that would Taylor, be a story. That's to imply Taylor Heineke beat him, or Carson Wentz came back and Carson Wentz beat him? Well, like if Gina, that's not, that's just... let's not get crazy. Okay. But Daniel if Jones, Daniel Jones beat him. Like if yeah. Jalen doesn't get to You're a second round, pretty well. There's nobody great outside of Tom. It's Brady, over Here outside <laughs> of Tom Brady, that Eagles fans can be like, Ah, well, we lost <laughs> to him. It's okay. Dave Hellman, just speak. Well, uh,
3: let's let's give the Eagles a little bit of grace and just put like they they have they've set this up really beautifully. Like even like think beyond this year's team. They're in place to have a top ten draft pick because of fleecing the Saints top last offseason. Top, potentially top oh, five. Baby, let's get it. So if they don't get to the Super Bowl, is it the end of the world? Maybe not. But it's going to be a really interesting conversation if they don't, especially if Jalen Hurts doesn't look like the guy we've seen during that playoff trip. I'm glad you said all of that, Acho, because th- think about it. What is, has what is the conversation been for most of this season? The Eagles and who? That in the NFC, it's the Eagles and who? We know the Eagles are going to be there. So, who are they losing this playoff game to? <laughs> I, mean, well, maybe, I mean, maybe maybe yeah, like, it could be Tom Brady. I'm
1: just proposing it, sure. and that that is really a, an interesting way of looking at it because so, the, the quarterbacks ooh, are. It's not a. Not
3: good. I've done this. It's not I'm a not killer's
1: great. row. <laughs> yes, but if if he take everybody else out, because I agree with you, if he lost to Brady, fair. Is that is, is that. Is that form, acceptable? Hey,
0: would you be mad? Like if if
2: he lost to Brady. We lose anybody, I'm mad, but I would understand. Yeah. But wait, if you lose the Niners, I understand that too. I if would Because they, they did the same thing. What if they the lose it?
3: What if they lose Why the way they lost last year, where they got a donut on the scoreboard at the start but of the That won't quarter. happen. No. Why okay. would you even say that? I mean. Why would you even say that? It's the NFL, man. <laughs> it's, it's the is. NFL. I'm just saying. Look, it's all I'm saying, it, I've seen that. Okay, now, now think about it the big picture as well. Jalen Hurts is in year three. Today, we're sitting here sent, like, absolutely, like, he's a guy that you should extend. He's a guy that Eagles should think to extend. If the Eagles fall short of their goals, and the goal should be Super Bowl, I'm not going to hold you to the standard of saying you have to win it, but the yeah, Eagles, get there. Yeah, with get what there. we've seen this season, they should be in that game. Yeah, I agree. They've already I agree. beaten the second-best team in the NFC badly. Yeah. They should be in that game. If they struggle in the playoffs, if Jalen Hurts is more part of the problem than the solution with that passionate fan base – I'm just saying, that could be dicey well, look, times in Philadelphia. I'm gonna say it right now. What's today's date? What's it, 18th? Yes, yeah, November 18th. November 18th. Friday,
2: November 18th at, at 208. Yep, Listen, I'm saying it right now. We're going to the Super Bowl, and if we don't, I'm gonna pay each of y'all a thousand bucks. A thousand bucks. we going to that, that. day. We're going wait, to that thing. man. man yeah. No, no, no.
1: What, what? No. I'm not betting a that.
2: Cause you're rocking with us.
1: Yeah. No okay. Oh, he, he didn't. He
2: didn't ask for he money. He didn't say that. We had to pay. This is, is not. It's the so confidence. I'm not yeah. a, so I, so got I got nothing. I got nothing on the table. No. All this. All this.
0: Let me get her thousand. If they play this team, they play Tom Brady. Let me get her thousand. I don't want shady pulling up the table and changing the rules. No, no.
1: I meant you gotta get me a thousand. In
0: Philadelphia,
2: we don't play that is game. That's some Dallas stuff. If Dak plays, if he plays, listen, listen, brother, listen. We go to the championship, and we play Tom Brady. Yep. If we play who else? Ooh. Tino Smith. That's a lot of
3: pressure. Who, who else is it? Dak Prescott. Yep. a lot of pressure. If Hers- we play them boys, we beat them boys. What about Taylor Heine? Whatever it is. Okay.
0: But I think Shady embodies the, the, the problem with this question. Like, the confidence that true Eagles fans have. I have to release right. my Eagles fandom for the sake of the greater good of the show. But the, the confidence <laughs> that true Eagles fans have is that. Right. We've talked early in the week. I do not believe that the Eagles are clearly better than everybody in the NFC. But the majority of this table does. I have to relinquish to the majority of this table. If the majority of the world believes that the Eagles are clearly better than other teams in the NFC, right. then y'all clearly better get to the NFC championship game and clearly better get to the I Super Bowl. I my flight. Where's
2: that? It's in Arizona. Call Arizona. my assistant after this, Book my
0: flight. Hotel. We going.
2: I got to work there anyway, right? <laughs>
1: but we still <laughs> going.
2: You know why we going. Oh, man. Uh, but- <laughs>
1: I want How, I'm not trying so to build bad. in excuses here. Oh, I'm really not. I'm just trying to look at it for what it is. Like, Jalen Hurts has played in one playoff game.
3: Mm-hmm. And lost it badly.
1: Right. So, I mean, <laughs> I should, guy should, it, should, is it, And look, I love Jalen Hurts. I think the Eagles are going to be in the Super Bowl. I think they're clearly the best team in the NFC. I don't think anybody's close,
0: including the Vikings. But he's played in one playoff game. I don't the problem is though, Joy, I don't think you can have it, not you, the literal you. I don't think the figurative you can have it both ways. Meaning if the Eagles are clearly better than everybody else in the NFC, and to me that word clearly means a lot, and if the Eagles talent is substantially better than most teams in the NFC, I would argue everybody except the San Francisco 49ers. And if Jalen Hurts, though he's only played in one playoff game, I believe that's still one more than Geno. I believe that's only two less than Kirk. He only he he only third year in the league. Who will we be holding to this standard is all I'm asking. I would honestly say everybody in the sense of, like, we've seen young quarterbacks go crazy from Joe Burrow to Patrick Mahomes to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but make you're telling
1: good. me that Howie doesn't even know if this is the future, that nobody's even sure if Jalen's a franchise guy yet.
0: And that he's not until Jalen goes and proves it in this playoffs. But I think yeah. the new standard of quarterback is, A, when you are young, it's time to go do yeah. it. I mean, like, we Jared, even little so Jared affordable. Goff. Yeah. Jared Goff, who we think so terribly of now, I believe it was his third year. I mean, but that usually is Bowl. when you step up, it and it's right,
1: and, and you want to have them get there before. No you doubt have them about pay it. Them. Let's go. Let's go all the way no, back.
0: Th- Big, Big Ben, his third year, if I'm not mistaken. Aaron Rodgers, third year as a starter. Eli Manning, if I'm not mistaken, it was his third year. Like, go. You can go back through history. You can go to present. And it, it, By it, that third year, it's and time. Then, even
2: as a player, I'm gonna stick back to when I was playing. My friend, my rookie year was like it was hard. Like, yep. Everything was hard. I, I didn't care what I was doing. Like, coach, this, I don't want to mess up. Your second year, you get better. You get more confidence. You get, you, you, you get used to everything. Small things you don't even think about. Like, my first time playing in Dallas was like, oh, my God, I in Dallas. My second year, oh, I know what to expect. Yeah. I'm going to have this over there. i going to have this over there. The cheerleaders. Like, small things. When I come in the locker room, I know where I'm sitting at. Question. Question.
0: Of all the things you mentioned of, like, what to expect, you, <laughs> lip, you mentioned the cheerleaders. Second like, you didn't talk about jerseys, well, you didn't talk about like, cleats. I was getting, you talking about coaches.
2: <laughs> I was talking about <laughs> press look, I know I mean, all the things Dallas Temple shooters are iconic. They have an iconic experience. I forgot, like but they have a whole, like, parade type I, thing. I, thing. They get crazy I, over there. There's a lot that goes on. You just, uh, okay. And then my third year, like, I, I, I know what they expect. And I, I can't wait to get on the field because I knew what would be there, how, how it would go. Small things you don't even think about. So, your third year, you ready to go. And my third year, I was an all you pro You led the league in yeah. rushing touchdowns your third year with 17 That's of them. That's right. 21 to be exact. Total. Yeah. Anyway, but <laughs> your third, you, you're ready to go. So no,
1: no I hear you. This and is I, I, I I have these expectations. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't like to advocate for the devil, but I'm just saying he's played in one playoff game. And now we're saying you
3: must go to the Super Bowl. But see, this, and we can tie this back into earlier shows this week. This is why you could argue it's a good thing the Eagles lost that game because the more of these w- wins you stack in a row, the greater my expectations. Like, if you're capable of an eight-game win streak in the NFL, if you're capable of finishing fifteen and two, my expectation is that you're good enough to win two more playoff games and get to a Super That's Bowl. That's a good point. Like, for the Eagles to get to Super Bowl, it only takes two wins, right. And it would be both if, games. So hosting just say games. if we have if the they get seat. there, okay, yeah, if they see. get the one.
2: Like,
0: seat. you got two wins, yeah. and you got the first. You got to buy, and you're hosting both games. And this is not a murderer's row. event. This is the worst the NFC has been since 2016. Yeah. This is how I'll go to break. 2016, who was in the playoffs in the NFC? The Detroit Lions were the sixth seed. Falcons went to Super Bowl that year. The Dallas Cowboys with rookie Dak Prescott were the one seed. The Russell Wilson-led Seahawks on the back end of the Legion of Boom were the three seed. The Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons, who we haven't seen since, were the two seed. The Green Bay Packers, who started the season four and six, we're the five seed. This is as bad as the NFC has been. Howie Roseman knows that. Jalen Hurts knows that. With the Giants at that year, were the fives. And they know that. Eagles. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Y'all ain't got no choice. Y'all know that. Coming up, it, it sounds home.
0: like Kyrie Irving is coming back from his suspension this weekend. But, boy, that might not be good news for the Nets. We'll tell you next week. Peace. What's up, family? We got to check in on our social life, because some wild change is happening in the NFL. Buffalo Bills not playing the game in Buffalo, actually playing the game in Detroit due to snow. Lions tweeted, important numbers are by the phone. Lock up when you leave, and please, don't break the tables now shady you remember big dog you had to play in buffalo one time and it was snowing like crazy if we shall take a look back on that day can y'all throw the highlights up there oh, yeah, it's man of, oh, yeah, uh, there oh yeah there he goes
2: there he goes. goes listen this is called a
0: walk-off touchdown <laughs> There'll be no more football after
3: this
1: touchdown. I see you didn't let go of that ball because you couldn't really see where you were. I was gonna say
3: <laughs> I a whole mask, on, it was real bad. <laughs> I only know it was the end zone because you said it. Like I can't tell anything here. Oh. This, is, this is
1: overtime. I'm cold just looking at it. it looks miserable. Time to go. Ooh.
3: Ooh. It was
2: freezing though. Hey, was that game more fun or more terrorizing? Fun. The best part is like when a big fat guy's tackling you, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt you on
0: all. All. pillows. The snow.
2: It's like.
0: Shh. <laughs> yo, I will, I'll say this. The most impressive I've ever seen, LaShawn McCoy, was in a snow game Bro. against the Detroit Lions, 2013, in Philly. I always knew you were a good running back. But in the game, I was on the sideline, because I was, I was about to hear warmers. <laughs> about to hear warmers. And I looked up, and I was like, it's like this dude is playing in a 75 and sunny, and everybody else was playing in the snow. I was like, yo, that's when I was
3: like, you got my Do game out of crazy Do you consider work.
1: this football weather, though? No.
3: no. Yes. Really? Snow who, on the ground is a little much. Who wants to play in this weather, though? I don't. A- Every is like, right. oh, let's get out of here. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm right? saying. Like, but,
2: the, but, but the mentality's like, we can't just go, get out of here. We got to go through and play.
1: No, but I'm saying, like, people are like, oh, this is, fo- this is real football weather. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. What's real cool football weather is, like, 60 and Thank sunny. You. <laughs> I'll relax. I'll even I'll give go. you
3: 45.
2: 45, 45 a, is okay. On the TV, the TV breaks, I was, like, "Well, I get tackled with a TV break,
0: I would run to the heater. That's it. Yeah. They, all right, all right but, guys. But here's the worst part: people don't realize when you get to the heater, you end up overheating oh, sometimes yeah, 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 your yeah. feet or your hands. Yeah. So then, like, you go from way too cold to way too hot, and it's way too miserable. Well, yeah. going from cold <laughs> to hot, how about Kyrie Irving and the Nets? He's here one day, he's gone the next, but allegedly, he's back this weekend, making his return to the 7-9 Nets on Sunday. Now, we know Kyrie has missed eight straight games, serving a suspension. Now, the Nets gave him several tasks to perform before he was reinstated, meeting with Jewish leaders, making a donation, amongst other things. Now, reports say he went quote, above and beyond what he has been asked to do. Kyrie Irving, after an eight-game absence, is indeed back. Shady is a Kyrie Irving fan, as a basketball player, as several people are but as a person Kyrie Irving has offended several people so Joy Taylor I'm coming to you the person will Kyrie Irving help or hurt the Nets
1: yeah he'll help why not sure (laughs) this is this is the Nets experiment it continues and we're all going through this experiment together watching how this all plays out Kyrie Irving scores points that's important in basketball you got to score more points than the other team the other team also gets an opportunity to score points though, and you have to stop <laughs> them from scoring points. So you also have to do things like rebounds and have situational basketball and you know, there's other things than just putting the ball in the basket. Kyrie is a very talented <clears throat> player and he is an value va- a value add as a talent to the Brooklyn Nets. The problem is I've watched the Brooklyn Nets since this experiment started. They've never amounted to anything. They've never really won anything. They got swept in the first round last year. It's been nothing but noise since the start of the season this year. I'm done expecting things from the Brooklyn Nets. I'm just going to watch them and see what happens. Shame on us for continuing to put them in the conversation as contenders with teams that are actually working hard and playing well. On top of all this, the Brooklyn Nets are not playing well. They're not really a good basketball team. So, uh, yes, he will help them score more points. Yes.
0: Drew 5, is Kyrie Irving going to help or hurt the Nets? Wait, he passed the test? He passed the test. He passed the test. He passed the test.
2: Bring him on, baby. Yes. Well, how, how wouldn't he help the Nets out if he's out there? He's the second best player on the team. It's Kyrie Irving, Mr. Uncle Drew, the point guard got. Yes, bring him back. We need him. Well, not we. I'm not, I'm not a Nets fan, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying it as a fan. I think he helps that team out. You seen the list that Kevin Durant said? He named all them guys but Kyrie. You put Kyrie back in that lineup. Yes. Joy talked about a Score points. That's part of it.
3: Sure. So, yes. Bring him back.
0: We, we I'm very interested to speak, but Dave, I want to hear you go first
3: Set the table. Can you just I – mean, if you can just promise me that the, that the Nets are going to play basketball and Kyrie Irving is going to play basketball and that's all that we're, we have to talk about, yeah, like he's a really good basketball player. He's averaging 26 points per game this right. season, right? I mean, he's good at basketball. The thing that I keep saying about Kyrie, and not to make light of a really serious situation, but like – it hasn't been purely about basketball with Kyrie in a long, long time. And you go back, the last game he played before the suspension, when everything with his Instagram story was hanging over him and the anti Semitism comments were the national story, he went two of 12 from the field. Mm. I mean, so like, he is a good basketball player. That game's happening. If you plug him into the lineup and he's just playing, like, Kevin Durant just wants to hoop. If Kyrie Irving can just hoop and that's all we have to talk about, sure, he can help the Nets. The problem is that hasn't been his issue more often than not over the last few years. It
0: never has. Kyrie Irving is not helping the Nets.
3: Shady, I try to say this
0: all the time. If there can be addition by subtraction, there can be subtraction by addition. If you add Kyrie Irving, you will get worse. That's what's going to happen. The Nets were two and six this year when Kyrie Irving was playing. They're five and three when Kyrie Irving doesn't play. I'm no mathematician. I promise you I'm not. I know you're a psychology major, so I'm not going to ask you to do the math, but I know you and I can collectively figure out that five and three is better than two and six. I think about the Nets historically. The Nets historically are better without Kyrie Irving than they are with Kyrie Irving. We don't even have to talk about the Nets because this is a global issue. You have the micro, you have the macro. You can talk about Boston. Before Kyrie Irving even showed up to Boston, they went to the conference finals. Then Kyrie Irving showed up in 18 and 19. They lost in the semis. Then Kyrie Irving has injuries and is not playing in 1920, and they advanced to the conference finals. Come on, Shady. The evidence is clear as day. They are a better basketball team without Kyrie Irving. They might not have as great of individuals, but they are a better basketball team without Kyrie.
2: It's funny that he talks about all the, 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 the bad stuff, right? The, uh, the, 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 the Boston days. He said nothing about the Cleveland days, right? I guess LeBron James just won championship. Time
0: ago. It's half a decade ago, big dog. I'm just
2: saying, like that's part of it. You talk about Boston. You talk about he, he, he didn't do well in Boston. They lost, right? Nope. Didn't have no well in Brooklyn. But you don't say nothing about the Cavs when LeBron came back home. We came home. The Kings back. He, t- he had his man with what him with a championship. Team? Okay, let me talk to you. They won a championship. Hear my thing, no Come t- on, Bye. don't do that. Yeah, the game
0: went win- the game winner on my stuff Curry. Bang. Here's what I will Come do. On. Here's what I will do. He had 40 points that Here's game. Here's what I will do. Back then, Kyrie Irving okay. still thought the world was round. Since then, he thought the earth was flat. Since then, he missed a game for somebody called him the N-word. Since then, he didn't want to play in the bubble. Since then, he had anti-Semitic comments. Since then, he missed practice for his sister's birthday. Since then, it's not the same Kyrie. You holding on to hope and a dream, big dog. This is what I'm saying. The guys that they have
2: in that locker room, right – and Kyrie's not there, that's a bad unit. The best player on the team said it. How did I win with these guys? Who can win with these guys? Can anybody win with these guys? He wrote a letter. He, said, he talked about the players, the names. I've never seen a, a star player, like, name each player. <laughs> he even had the nicknames. No, he didn't. I'm joking. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, you put Kyrie with that team, they're a way better team. Um, real quick, imagine on the other side of the fence, right? Let's say they're playing, let's say the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. They swept them. So, if I have a game plan for Kevin Durant and the rest of the band, right, or a game plan for Kevin Durant, oh, damn, and Kyrie Irving, it's a big difference, and you know that. So, I guess off the, uh, off the course stuff, I guess it's a factor. I can't, mm-hmm. like, look past it. It happens. But if he can just play basketball, <sighs> But, Jordan isn't that too big of an if? Like, I'm I, I, I'm honestly not with the. No, you, this, is, I- this is his last one. It, it got too bad. This it, is his last. I, I can't. I'll bet on that. Like, this is his no, last one. I, 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 no, please I, it it don't. Bad. It was, like, real crazy. Yeah, it was, like, real bad. But,
0: but here's my thing, Shady. <laughs> Y'all realize Kyrie Irving and, Joy, you understand this, he's been suspended eight games and we haven't even got to Christmas yet. Mm. Bro, he's suspended eight games and they haven't even played 15. Like, he got a whole bunch more games to miss time now for other crazy offensive <sighs> or non-offensive reasons. Joy, what Kyrie Irving do you anticipate that we do get? Do you think the basketball centric Kyrie can come back?
1: I think Kyrie cares about playing basketball. I think he wants to play basketball. I think the issue (laughs) with Kyrie has always been he wants to play basketball and exist on his own terms, which we all do. But then we gotta take a check from a corporate company and then we get to sacrifice some of who we are. That's how it works. Mm -hmm. If you work for yourself, you get to do whatever you want. But we don't work for ourselves. So we don't get to do whatever we want, but we do get to pay our bills. Mm. And that's the exchange that we make when you work for someone else. Yep. So that's that's the the spot that Kyrie has been in really since he decided to leave Cleveland was I want to be my own guy and everyone else has to deal with who I am. And some organizations don't put up with that, like the Boston Celtics. That's why it went so badly there. Brooklyn does, puts up with everything because they don't. They're nonsense. They're just not even an organization. It's Just whatever way the wind blows, whatever Twitter says to do is what we're going to do. <laughs> there's no standards. There's no direction. There's no coaching. There's no backbone. What do you think of when you think of Brooklyn? You think of like history. You think of culture. Think of winning. You think of banners. There's nothing. You think of drama. That is what you think of. Whether it's drama you agree with existing or not. That's what you think of. Whatever side you're on, that is the first thing you think of is noise. So you're not going to get whatever version of Kyrie you, quote, unquote, need to get to get to winning. Because it's really not even just on Kyrie. We don't even mention Ben Simmons. We don't mention Ben I don't Simmons. I know. He, okay. had, he
0: did have a great game last night, though. Finally. That's my point. What do seven, you actually
1: expect? It's not about Kyrie making the that's being better with or without Kyrie. There's so much broken in this organization. I, you cannot expect me to sit here and talk about them. Like, they can compete with the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, they can compete with the Hawks. Like, they can compete with the Celtics. Like, they can't compete with these organizations. These organizations are doing things the right way. You can't overcome that with a bunch of different talents.
0: But, Dave, you can at least get to the dance, right? Like, you can at least... Have a winning record, get to the playoffs, and be a five seed, be a six seed. Which at five and three, that's the trajectory. At about- five and three without Kyrie Irving, that is the trajectory they are on. At a two and six record with Kyrie Irving, that is not the trajectory that they were on. <clears throat> so you at least can be competent. They had a big win last night. Uh, the, the the role players, even Royce O'Neal, did their thing. So Dave, let me come to you on the aspect of. Is it a completely outlandish thought, because it's a thought that I have had, to simply say, you know what, Kyrie, we're not selling any additional tickets because of you. KD's going to help us sell tickets. You know what, Kyrie, we're actually a better team without you than we are with you. Is it a crazy thought to just continue to keep Kyrie either inactive or to not play him, to play him sparingly? Have you seen something like that in sports before in all your days of covering it?
3: I can't think of very many examples where a talented player who costs that amount of money is it 40 36.5. 30, a year. 36.5 I round up to 40 it's more, <laughs> it's more than I can imagine yeah. you you don't put you don't not play a guy like that if if he is available to help you he's made the commitment to coming back from the suspension all of I'm, I'm taking all of that in good faith I can't imagine a team and maybe it doesn't sell extra tickets but billionaires don't like to waste $40 million yeah, 36. in my experience. I mean, that is a massive – you're just throwing away a massive investment. And for for what? Especially, you know, if, if you couldn't come to an agreement on him coming back from the suspension, I think that's a different conversation. But if he's made the amends and he's willing to play basketball – You'd be hard-pressed to find a team owner who's just going to say goodbye to that salary for, for what? No, I can't imagine that.
1: And him not being there would draw more attention than also him that. just come, coming back and playing. He's also an unrestricted free agent this summer. So, you've got him. You're paying him. You might as well see what happens with this roster. I don't predict much, but that's – this This is the last hurrah. This is the last dance can for we, this Brooklyn Nets ensemble. So, you might as well see what you can do. Can, we, ju-
3: can we just give him – give him till Christmas and – First of all, see how long we can go with the news being about basketball. That's step number one. And see how they play. Well, we can't give the Dallas Cowboys
0: till Christmas. They got a big one coming up (laughs) this weekend. Dak Prescott, two costly interceptions last week. But there is a bigger game this weekend, the game that everybody is watching and will be talking about. Cowboys, Vikings, it's a playoff preview. How concerned are we about Dak Prescott? Next on Speak. Why, why it add? Now look, the Cowboys, they're trying to make things easier this weekend. Tough matchup against the Minnesota Vikings. Last week, Dak Prescott did not look good. He got a lot of flack for it, but he can make amends for all of that this weekend against the 8-1 and one Vikings. Many are calling it a playoff preview. Now, Mike McCarthy said recently he does not think his quarterback was erratic. Adding, quote, I have zero concerns for him. close quote. quote. Well, Dave Hellman, I got concerns. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I got concerns about Dak Prescott because as you get older, you think the little childish ways are going to be behind you. Shady, you yep. know this. When you was a young running back, you might have missed the mic blitzing through the A-gap. You might have missed the defensive end coming off ac- across a stunt. But when you get older, you're like, oh, that's cake. I've seen that before. Yep. Dave, as Dak is entering the latter half of his career, seven year seven now, I'm tired of seeing miscommunication-based interceptions, partic- particularly when they're not with baby receivers. CeeDee Lamb on year three. Dalton Schultz on year, I believe, five or six. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's somewhere around that mark. Bye. So I'm tired of seeing miscommunication interceptions. I'm tired of seeing dumb interceptions. So I am concerned about Dak Prescott. Dave, where do you stand?
3: I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah, and I, it, it's something I touched on at the beginning of the show there's been a, a noticeable downtick in Dak's play since he injured his calf last season. We are going all the way back. No, I'm, well, we, we haven't seen a whole lot of him this year. I mean, let's let's yeah. be real. I mean, this is – it was his third game against the Packers. And sorry, two of those games were against Detroit and Chicago. Like, are we handing out a ton of awards for beating those teams? I don't yeah. think so. So, you're judging him against – What Joy loves to say, his peers. You know, I mean, the Packers aren't a very good team. They still have Aaron Rodgers, a guy that the Cowboys have historically had a hard time beating. They played Tampa Bay. He didn't look good in either of those games. He looked nowhere near as good in the second half of last season as he did in the first. I'm not making this up, Shady. Like, he was playing at an unbelievable level in the first half of last season. Yeah. There were still some of those mistakes. (laughs) I'm just going to press on. I'm going to press through this. He was still making some of those mistakes, but the amazing play was outpacing that easily. You can't make that argument as easily. Over the second half of last season, his completion percentage against teams with winning records dipped by 10 points. Mm. He was throwing 90 fewer yards per game. His touchdown-to-interception ratio was 5-2. to two. His touchdown-to-interception ratio, Tampa Bay and Green Bay, the games that I really care about, it's 3-3. Three and three. Now, I I don't know precisely where to blame because, I mean... Okay, I know you're tired of seeing miscommunication interceptions, and I am too, but if Dak was throwing the open route, let's say Dak threw the dig because he thought it was going to be open and C.D. ran a post, I mean, who's, where do you put that? The end zone interception last week against Green Bay, that is way more concerning. I can't fathom why Dak Prescott is still doing that type of stuff. And I, look, I know mm. Dalton Schultz was pushed off of his route. It was not open you have a chance to throw the ball away and kick a field goal and go up 10 to nothing on the road against Aaron Rodgers. Like, it's that type of stuff that doesn't sit well with me. I still think Dak is a very good quarterback. <clears throat> I am not jumping off the bandwagon, but the evidence of reason for concern is starting to mount. And again, that's what I'm saying. He's coming over. The fi- no. <laughs> Shut up. <He's> <laughs> up. The final score is important. They, they, they could really use a win here. But it would go a long way toward making me feel better if I saw Dak look like the guy from the beginning of last season.
2: What do you mean he coming over, big dog? That's how it starts. He's coming over. I don't want to jump off the bandwagon. He's coming over. He's coming. It's okay. It's okay. You see what I see. You want me to pull up the highlight reel of Dak's best throws? He's he's praying that Dak plays great again, right? The the small amount of – you know, the seven games he played great. I wish I'd get that back. It's not coming back. The best chances to get Cooper Rush. Why isn't it coming? First back? of all, am I concerned? I'm very concerned. Mm-hmm. They're playing the Vikings. They just beat the Bills. They beat the Almighty Bills in Buffalo, mm-hmm. right? You talked about interceptions and, and, and touchdowns, right? Mm. He had two picks last year or um, um, last last game against. Who was that? Who was that against? Packers. Okay. You know the Vikings are top five in picks, right? This year. They, they've had a very. Does nice that scare season. you? Does that concern you? <laughs>
3: I mean, it should concern. Listen, Dak. boy,
2: it's gonna it's gonna be popping in Minnesota this weekend, baby. Thanks to Dak Prescott. <laughs> Jory, how concerned? Oh, if they lose, are you gonna come over? No. And join the green. And say that Cooper, okay. Co- Cooper Rush Listen, is better, or I'm gonna this, this call, Look, jump off the the, the bad wire with the with the Cowboys. It looks bad. Dak is who we thought he was. I know about the calf injury and all that other stuff you're talking about. <laughs> if he doesn't play well, can you come over with me? No. All
3: right. No, I like it okay. over there. <laughs> <All
1: right. laughs>
3: Look, he,
1: here's what yes, I am concerned about Zach Prescott because he is not playing well. If he loses this game, it's going to turn up in Dallas. Turn it's gonna be up. it's gonna be mayhem, and I've seen it before.
3: Valid point.
1: I've seen it before, and it all starts to unravel, and then Jerry's talking every week, and maybe we should bring Cooper Rush yeah. back, which I don't think is the solution, but they could they've talked themselves into crazier things before. Here's the problem: they can't afford a a, a pretty loss. This week, because then you have New York. The week after that, Giants. Yes, the Giants. After that, Now Seven then, and two Giants. Yes. So you have, yes, the seven and two Giants. The Giants. Okay. And and you can't afford a loss within the division. Not at all. So you got Minnesota this week. Then you have New York. Then you have the greatest coach that ever lived in Indianapolis. Then you have Houston and Jacksonville. So it it okay. might it might get a little lighter. Oh, then you have Philly, Tennessee, oh, Washington to finish out. It's it hard. It's it hard again. <laughs> Right. So, so you, you really can't afford to sacrifice these big games. There's, there's, no, there's, not that, there's not that many light weeks left. Not that any week in the NFL is light, but you don't want to go mm-hmm. in two losses, two straight losses into the New York Giants and playing desperate. We know what Dak does when he's desperate. So to me, this is a very, very pivotal game for the Dallas Cowboys, and particularly for Dak Prescott, who has been struggling lately.
3: I'll just – I'll play devil's advocate. I mean, a win would be big. The reason why it's not the end-all, be-all for me, if Dak plays great in this game and they lose to the hottest team in the league – they turn around, they get a Giants team at home. Dak hasn't lost to the Giants since he was a rookie. Yeah. I'm at I mean, like and, and you're not and the Giants haven't been seven to two since since win. You're not gonna, you're not since, gonna convince me. oh uh,
2: LT play for them. Seven and two. You're not Come gonna convince now. me
3: that a Dak Prescott cowboy team needs to be worried about the Giants until I see it happen. And then they get the Colts, the Colts. Titan, Texans and Jacksonville, none of whom have a winning record. Like they don't need this game. Well,
1: no,
2: man, they it's
3: need Coles
1: Dak in prime time.
3: Ooh. It's serious. <laughs> they need Dak to play well. They it would It'd be nice to win. They don't need to win. They need Dak to play well.
0: Before we go, what does Dak playing well look like for you? Three more touch, three plus touchdowns, no picks, no picks, two plus touchdowns. What is
3: you just want no picks or do you want yardage? Play efficient football and don't turn the ball over. I don't. I mean, if if he throws for 230 but doesn't turn it over and they have 400 well, yards, be
2: like Jalen Hurts. It's Honestly, yes, yeah. yes. If, if, I'm if, not, I'm if not, I'm not kidding rush, If that's possible. It's hard to be Jalen Hurts.
0: (laughs) Well, coming up, somebody who's been like Jalen Hurts and even better at times this season, Josh Allen. However, he has not looked good late. Three turnovers in the last three games each. Now we're going to talk about a Sunday a must win for the Buffalo Superstar. That's next on Speed. Come on, Josh Allen. Come on. Come on, Cooper Rush. Welcome back family. Now look, we already off and running into week 11. We saw last night the Titans get a dub, but now it's time for me to pick every single winner of this weekend. You're going to want to watch this one 100 seconds. Put it on the clock. That's all the time I have on your marks. Let's get set. It's time to roll. Bears at the Falcons. Justin Fields has been balling. It hasn't surmounted to wins, but eventually he's going to get a dub. It starts this weekend. Bears win. Now we're going to talk about it. The Bills and the Browns. Josh Allen, you're playing in Detroit because of the snow. It's not going to affect you. Josh Allen and the Bills, they get it done. Eagles playing against the Fighting Jeff Saturdays. I trust the Philadelphia Eagles. Go ahead and get back on track. Fly, Eagles fly. Eagles win. Patriots, Jets. I will always pick Bill Belichick over a young quarterback. Patriots win. Saints, Rams. Thanks, y'all. Matthew Stafford, I don't even know if he gonna play. Giants and the Lions. This is going to be interesting because the Giants are still proving each and every week that they are a really good football team. They'll prove they're elite. Giants get the dub. How about Baker Mayfield returning to start? How about my guy Baker Mayfield returning to start? It won't matter. Lamar Jackson, he gets it done. Oh, Houston Texans, Washington Commanders. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke, he gonna get the dub. Commanders win. Russell Wilson, Derek Carr. I feel bad for Derek Carr, y'all. Watching another grown man cry, it really does hurt my heart. He might end up crying again. Broncos win. Cowboys, Vikings, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins. Two mediocre quarterbacks. But Kirk Cousins is going to be more mediocre. Cowboys win. Dak Prescott gets the dub. Bengals and the Steelers. This is going to be the most fascinating game in my mind. T.J. Watt, it's time for you to T.J. turn up. Steelers get the dub. How about the Chargers and the Chiefs? Y'all know I'm betting against Justin Herbert every time. It's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. And lastly... 49ers, my Super Bowl favorites in Mexico. Viva Mexico. How about the San Francisco 49ers? They get it done beating the Arizona Cardinals. Now I need some water and some oxygen. Shady, where you had the, uh, the oxygen on set? Thank you, big dog. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Desperately need that. Shady, we got to go to your Buffalo Bills, man. We got to go to your Buffalo Bills. Thanks, bro. I, I really I do appreciate that. Uh, your Buffalo Bills, they struggled last week. They struggled the week before. And honestly, Josh Allen struggled in the second half of the week before. But now they have the Cleveland Browns. Is it a must win game for Josh Allen, who has looked bad as of late? Yeah, it's a, it's a must win.
2: I think the, the Bills are a better team than the Browns. Um, you talk about losing two games back to back. Angels lose at home. So, yeah. And I think also, Josh hasn't been playing like Josh that we know. So uh, they got to get a win here. Big win. Big win. Joy Taylor, where do you stand? Must
0: win game for Josh Allen?
1: Yeah, you don't want to lose three in a row, and he's been playing bad for what will have been four in a row Mm. if they lose this game. Cleveland Browns are not a good football team. I thought they might have been able to, you know, put some things together, but they're still struggling. I understand there's been a lot that's gone on with this game. They've had to move now. It's a little disruptive. I get it, but you got to get this win, and Josh Allen needs to play well. This is is not the trend that you want to be putting together. And then, you know, obviously looking at the rest of the schedule – You've got at Detroit, then you're at New England. That's a, that's a Thursday night game, so it's a short week. And they've lost to them before, and that's in division. So things, and then you have New York and Miami. So you do not want to continue this trend of losing, especially dropping to teams that you should be beating because you have divisional games coming up to teams that you've already lost to.
0: Dave, I think I feel about Josh Allen this game, how you feel about Dak Prescott for this coming week. Mm. Like, this is a game where I'm like, you know what? Yes, the Bills need to win. But I would say it's a must-win game for Josh Allen. It's a must-win performance for Josh Allen to me more than it's a must-win game for the Bills. Josh Allen has looked bad, very bad. He's cost his team games. He cost his team the Jets game, and I would argue he cost his team the Vikings game. He has looked bad. I need Josh Allen to look good. So it's a must-win performance for me for Josh Allen, probably even more so than the Bills winning. I think even if the Bills don't win, they will still end up a 6 or 7 seed in my mind. They're currently a 6 seed, which is mind-blowing. How about the Miami Dolphins at 7-3? and But where do you stand? Must-win game for the Bills, must-win game for Josh Allen. Give me your thoughts.
3: No, it's not. I think my, my threshold for must win, the word must is in there for a reason. Like, if you don't win. It's all going off the rails. The season is lost. And that's just, it's not the case. Uh, you're, you're right. Josh Allen's played poorly. The Bills have lost two games in a row. It's concerning. But what happens if they lose? They turn around and they get the Lions, and then they've still got four division games to play. They've only played two. Granted, they've lost them both, but you can, like, if you take care of business in your remaining division games, you'll finish with a four and two division record. They got a chance to get even with Miami. They haven't played uh, New England at all. They have everything in front of them, even if they lose this game. Now, I will say, if this turns into a four game trend of Josh Allen playing poorly, it's deeply concerning. But I think the difference for me, and I'll just, since you brought up Dak and the Cowboys, the thing with the Cowboys is, like, we haven't seen them peak. Like, we don't have a lot of proof that the Cowboys are this great team that can beat everybody. We've seen the Bills at their best, and it's terrifying. We've seen them run teams off the field and just be done with the serious part of the game by the start of the fourth quarter. So I know they can get back to that. I would like them to get back to that against the Browns. But if they don't, I don't think it's the end Dave, of Dave,
0: let me challenge you. I think must win for this <clears throat> reason. If the Bills lose to the Browns, then in my mind, they can lose to anybody. Like the Browns with Jacoby Brissett, I believe are a 3-6 and six football team. Look at the record of the teams the Bills have lost to when their starters start and finish the games, 19-4. The Bills lost to the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, when Tua starts and finishes, haven't lost. The Bills lost to the Jets. The Jets are 6-3. and three. The Bills lost to the Vikings. The Vikings are 8-1. and one. Losing to those teams, eh, I get it. You lose to the Browns? Jacoby Brissett? browns yeah. then i'm like you know what you can lose to anybody i'm not gonna be out on the bills because i picked them to win the super bowl but
3: i'm gonna be a lot less confident i just did, didn't we see this last year and i think maybe i'm leaning too much on that but these are the same guys from last year who lost to the colts and the jags <laughs> they lost to the jags without scoring a touchdown right and but then they how turned did it this, back on how
1: did the season end for them
3: I mean, of course, they didn't win the Super Bowl,
1: but like they didn't, every, it's not that they didn't win They the didn't Super even Bowl. get
3: to the AFC Championship game. Correct. And in one X. of the greatest games and displays of quarterback play we've ever seen. Sure, but you don't get, you
1: like no, special. You don't get a special award or, or something for it. You win or you lose. You lost. You go home. But well, I do Kansas see what he's saying.
3: He, they cleaned up the rack in up the their, playoffs. Most, P- uh, I said this the other day. What? Like,
1: is you, what okay. So we talk about the Eagles' the expectations for Jalen Hurts is that he needs to make it to a Super Bowl. That's the expectation for Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. What's the expectation for Josh Allen? Winnerson. Josh me, win. To me, win. Okay. Yeah, All right. There, so, so, so we're comparing what happened last year and and wh- what they were able to turn around and do. What they turned around and did was not make it to the AFC Championship game. That's a colossal failure if you're the Buffalo Bills this season. So this this why this particular trend is concerning because they did correct the trend last year, mm-hmm. right. and it got them all the way not right. to the AFC Championship game.
3: But see, I think there's a difference between, like, we didn't get to the AFC Championship game because our quarterback and our team <laughs> didn't play well enough, and we lost one of the best games ever played, and 13 seconds on the clock wasn't enough to beat was Patrick Holmes. I mean, that's, I, and that's I a that, once-in-a-lifetime like, The Browns third-day ranked,
2: 31st in defense. That's terrible. And then if you, like, Josh Allen... Yeah, I keep saying he's, like, like, bad, bad, but he's had bad moments. He hasn't been playing, like, bad, bad. He's mm-hmm. had bad moments. Have you watched some of the games, even against the Vikings? Like, they were going up and down the field. They had a, what, 14 or 17? So after the football. Huh. he still went down. They the had field. a 17-point lead and lost it, right, with the turnovers, et cetera. So, he's had more bad moments right. than, than just playing bad. So, that's why they have to win this game because they have a good offense, right? He looks good at times. He's got to finish it.
0: Well, I got to take us home real quick. But staying in the NFL, if you are not playing Fox Best Super 6, y'all missing out on free money, and that's Terry Bradshaw's money every single week. It's time to make our picks for one of the matchups, that matchup being Raiders Broncos. Simply download the app and play along for your chance to win $100,000. Now, look, y'all just saw me make my pick earlier, so now it's time for you to make yours. Dave Hellman, where you at?
3: Yes, I'll take the Broncos by one. <laughs> no. Whatever you say. I'm
1: man. going Broncos by three.
3: Broncos by three. I wish you could pick
0: like a tie. I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to pick a tie. Well, look, Fox Met Super 6 has already given away over $1 million this football season, and there are guaranteed winners each and every week. Download the free-to-play app enter your picks in the NFL Sunday Challenge contest for a chance to win $100,000. More speak after this. Do not go in. I have to bring you all back in for the most serious question of the day. For Joy, I am coming to you. Is it appropriate to put up Christmas lights before Thanksgiving?
1: hate it if you do it this week like this weekend leading into thanksgiving it's okay if you started like right after halloween you're doing a little bit too much
3: i i, I don't have enough time to talk about how much i hate this but like can thanksgiving have some shine i love thanksgiving, can thanksgiving have it easy it's nice to
1: come back home after thanksgiving is over okay, and have all the
3: christmas this stuff week up. is fine but yeah, people do it
1: on, on halloween night okay, too
0: much thanksgiving does need some shine big dog a little bit of shine. I like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love y'all. Thanks for tuning in with us this week. Have a great weekend. We will see y'all Put next week. Put the beats back
2: on. <laughs> <laughs>